Welcome back to Off The Record, where we talk about whatever, whatever we want. want. And today we have Kelly Millie. Hey. Kelly Millie. Kelly Millie. So, previous to this episode that you guys could catch on Patreon, Kelly was saying that she wants to write a book about your life, about the things you went through. And I think just like, one, one thing that popped up in my head was like, all right, you've been behind the scenes in business and you've been around celebrities and all this stuff and crazy money and like that rock style, rock star lifestyle, right? But it's just recently where you're in front of the camera, not behind. Has that changed? Like just having an audience, just having that kind of yes. people knowing who I'm you so are. I'm so much more stuck up now. <laughs> <laughs> I know my worth. Yeah. I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, like that, like you've been behind the scenes and then now you're transitioning. Is that different for you? Like being uh, the face instead of being like, You've been in entertainment, supporting and doing all that stuff behind, yeah. It's definitely a challenge switching from behind a camera to in front, because now that, you know, you have to be a lot more vulnerable. And for me, I'm always been, be I'm, I'm so used to behind the scene. I'm used to be the very like low key, yeah. but now you have to just be more open and with your life, and it's, it's definitely a challenge. A challenge. You have to be camera ready? Be camera ready, oh my God, the makeup every day. Like I have to sit in a makeup chair, getting my hair done two hours every day. It's two hours? Makeup and hair, yeah. Fuck, are they turning into Mr. and Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> That'd be a good spin-off. The crazy oh, ones are like for like <laughs> X-Men or whatever, they're sitting in the chair because they gotta put like fucking reptile skin on. Yeah. Mystique. Yeah, they're, they're at 2 a.m. Yeah. And then they're not done until like 3 p.m. and then now they're ready to go film. Yeah. That's crazy. That's exhausting. That's exhausting. Have you dealt with like crazy fans or like haters or like weird, like when you're always behind the scenes, it's always like you're insulated, right? right? right. You're creating content, you're having fun, but then you never have to deal with being in the public eye. But then now that's changed for you, have you like dealt with that directly and like, and has it like fucked with your mind and all that stuff? Because like a lot of YouTubers, they quit because they can't deal with the direct. Just don't read it. Like, cause for me, like when the show first aired, I think there's a lot of criticism and a lot of uh, things on Twitter. Yeah, especially reality TV. People yeah. watch it to oh, talk man. shit all day long. Everybody yeah. has a judgment, everybody has a, has their own opinion, but in the day, like, just can't let it get to you. Mm. Just, you know, know what it is. But there's I wish there was a disclaimer in front yeah. of reality TV shows that go, look here, dumbass, this is still a show. So some things aren't are out of context. You don't know what really is going on. So don't judge anybody in here. You fucking dumbass. But that's what makes it fun. Though. You kill the fun. You may feel bad when people like, because Kelly's all nice, and now yeah. people are going in on her because they don't even understand what really happened. <laughs> they, I don't know. I think people watch because they have miserable lives. Like I'm laughing to the banks. So I don't give a fuck. Oh shit. Yes. <laughs> that's the best <laughs> attitude to have. That's the way to do it. That's the best way. Damn, that's yeah. a boss ass answer. <laughs> Never been able to say that. <laughs> Anthony has only cried in banks. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony's picture of paparazzi Anthony picture is just yeah. not in banks, out of banks. <laughs> he gets kicked out of banks. Yeah. He's crying You're to the IR. Your money is not good here, sir. <laughs> but you know, with all reality shows, they, when you sign a contract, they give you a disclaimer. It says this is gonna, uh, this will mess up yeah. your emotional. You might have like a mental stress, anxiety, whatever, whatever. They have a disclaimer when you sign. So if you commit suicide, don't sue us, right? I bet that you being behind the scenes and being exposed to this prepared you versus someone that's just like never been in entertainment and all of a sudden they're in front of the camera and then they have to deal with all the crazy stuff. Cause a lot of reality TV uh, people, 
they go through some shit. Like yeah. there's like suicides and there's just like all kinds of depression that happens afterwards. But when you're in entertainment, you probably just like, eh. It definitely helps a little bit, but of course I've seen comments that makes me really mad. Yeah. I just block their ass. I'm like, bye. Easy. You're also an EP, right? So you get to have control over the edit. I don't. Oh, you don't? Not for reality. Reality is hard because with scripted, you know there's a beginning, middle, and end. Reality, you just you don't know because the story takes different ways and you have to stay present and have to stay vulnerable and I, there's just no way to do both. So they're just filming everything and they carve the story out later? Or they kind of have a There's a main story, right? And then when they film, of course, a lot of things gets cut out, but... Um, you know. Are you a villain? Do I look like a villain? I don't think you're a villain, but I'm, but on the show, you, you know how that is. You don't feel like a villain, but you look like you can play a villain. Okay. Yeah, you could do it. She's not a villain season one. What about season two? Are you I'm not sure yet. Depends on the editing. Do the villains on your? Because you have villains on the show, I would imagine. I think all of our characters are pretty well rounded. I okay. think because we're not we're not filming something like The Housewives. We're filming stuff that's like a little bit more. You know, we're all and also the things that in real life we're all friends. Right. You know. So there's no villains. I, yeah, I think we all take a hit here and there. Mm. There's gotta be. Episodic villains, though, to make it juicy. Dude, the housewives, you know they get hate. Yeah, I feel like Joe should come on and be the villain. I would. I'll take no, it. He would. He'd be a bad villain, though. <laughs> I don't Why? think you're a good villain. You're just very affable. You're a likable dude. Yeah. I don't know. I could be pretty dislikable. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't liked him saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy's cool, man. Yeah. This guy's a nice guy. What a sweet guy. Too happy-go-lucky, I think. I want to be like the broke guy that thinks he's rich and like he comes in and then like he, uh, you know, like those guys that are, um, they're always faking it around people that have wealth or something and then they're trying to find a way to like prove themselves that they could stick so around. So you could be like a gold digger. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. I, I don't think you're going to be a good, good gold digger. Though. I know, but I, I I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> there is no trying. You do it. You're That's true. You're right. I never even had to, I never even been around gold diggers, so I don't know how what to mimic. Do you want to meet some of my friends? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen male gold diggers? I use diggers? the word friends very loosely. Not what? There's male gold diggers, right? In the rich world, there's sure. there's lady yeah. and then there's male like gigolos, right? Yeah. Have you ran into any? Yeah. What's your gold digger mm. stories? Because I feel like you attract a lot of gigolos. Some dudes life. that want to hang out, they want you to pay for everything. They yeah, they're like, Kelly, take care of me, Kelly, please. I, I don't think I have. You, ever see the Dave you got five right here. <laughs> you ever see the Dave Chappelle uh, Oprah's sketch where he uh, got Oprah pregnant? <laughs> it's, it's basically that. And you just stayed at home. Did. Yep, that's used up all our shit. That, that's a life. Because <laughs> we're not anywhere near your level, but then I, I've I, seen Bart's house I know, on YouTube. Well, just Bart, though. Maybe Bart. He has to live 6,000 miles away from here, though. <laughs> that's, true. that's true. But I think for guys, it's like you're either. <laughs> It's either uh, other guys trying to pitch you business ideas all the time to invest in their ideas, and then if you're a single guy, then it's like the girls that come after you, and that's it. I don't know <laughs> anything else. <laughs> yeah. You can tell Joe's thought about this one a lot. Yeah. You just got out of a relationship, right? Yes. You said it's a very toxic relationship. Yes. What'd you learn about yourself? I learned to create healthier boundaries. Mm -hmm. I learned to, it's okay to say no. And then I learned that um, sometime you gotta put your own needs first. So you're very servicing. You can't can pour from an empty glass. Well, because in the Asian culture, especially as a woman, you're always give, 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 and you always put other people's need before your own. You're a gigolo's dream come true. Apparently. <laughs> 
So now I gotta, you know, it's more of like self-love, self-discovery, and realizing you can't pour from an empty glass, and set clear boundaries, and communicate. What, what about mental health have you learned about yourself? I have a negative core belief that I'm not good enough. Mm. A lot of, I think a lot of Asian, you know, people are like. I think that's true. You know? Yeah. Because it's just how you're brought up, uh-huh. right? And then you either turn around and say, fuck you, parents, you were wrong this whole time. Not only am I good enough, I'm better than your loser ass. Or you turn around and you stay even more like not good enough. And it's like a weird, never healthy balance. Yeah, but also your parents may might not know better because that's how they're brought up, right? Yeah, and empathy. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might not know better. Um, but also, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say, forget it. Sorry. Oops. Mental health? Mental health, not good enough. And then, um, oh, also another thing is that in the Asian culture, we're never taught to express our emotions, how to voice it. Right? I don't know about you guys, but for me, I was never taught how to emotion, how to voice my emotions. Just get on your knees and say sorry. Yeah, that's that's well, a no, healthy way of doing it. But talking it out. <laughs> <laughs> but talking it out, like I feel this way, right? Be able to communicate it properly. So for me, my dad doesn't call I me a pussy to... if I start talking about my feelings. That's what I'm saying. You kind of coop everything right. up Anything until you right. blow up. So you don't know how to properly express your emotions and talk things out. I feel like only Great Depression white coal miners understand our, our what we went through. <laughs> like you come downstairs, you're like, Dad, school's really hard. And he goes, we were so poor, I ate my cat. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go back upstairs. <laughs> Time to study. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, because Asian culture, you're very kind of closed off to emotions. You know, talk about it. But that's because, you know, the white, the white kids growing up, we had the WWE. Like, you learn about emotions yeah. every Do you week. feel what The Rock is cooking? You, that's a feeling. Do you guys, feel? guys talk about their feelings into a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Loudly. Yeah. To everyone. Yeah. Like, and they get in each other's faces and tell each other how they feel. Yeah. And they use the furniture to express themselves. Yeah. <laughs> no clothes, so it's really just a vulnerable state of being, you know right. what I mean? Like, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> when you have two strong men in their underwear talking about their feelings. Brother. <laughs> if, if more Asian Asian households would accept WWE. That's true. I needed oh, yeah. more male role models. We learned a lot. <laughs> we learned so much. Not enough ourselves. Asian wrestlers in the WWE. Yeah, bro. We didn't have anybody. Yokozuna. Yokozuna, but but he was actually Polynesian. Oh. Um, yeah, he was Polynesian. And he only so. made me aspire to be diabetic. That's it. <laughs> Today's video is brought to you by Carology. All right, check this out, guys. I have never really washed my face until I started working with Carology, and it's been about maybe two, almost three years now that I've been using their products. And I'm a 37 year old man. And I don't know if this is anything to brag about. You look good, you don't look 37. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I could be better or maybe I would look older or maybe my skin would look more destroyed if I wasn't using this stuff. But I can't make any crazy claims. All I can say is that I do feel healthier and I do feel like I am more conscious of skin health when I never was before. Back in the day, what I would do is, I kind of still do this till this day if I don't have their products on me and I'm traveling, but I wash my hair and then I just move the shampoo to my face and I wash that and I call it a day. And that would be my only form of face wash. But with Curology, what they did is they pretty much helped me out and in a really effortless way, it was super simple. You know, I just went on their website and I basically told them my skincare goals, you, you know? Just click a few things and they customize it to you. Yeah, I was like, I don't I don't want to be an old fart, you know? I want to I want to be I want to have nice uh, healthy young skin, right? right? And then a licensed provider creates the whole formula for you 
So it's made for your skin and what your goals are. Yep, and it was super simple. And every month they send me a nice little package that has a face wash, it has my custom formula, and a moisturizer. Ooh. So if this is something that's important to you and you wanna up your skincare level and look nice like Joe, he's 37 but looks like he's in his mid-20s, hmm. go to curology.com slash off the record and you get your first 30 days for free. You just mm -hmm. have to pay for shipping and handling, which is five bucks. That's curology.com slash off the record to get your first 30 day trial for free. You just gotta pay for shipping and handling. Go check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Was Doink the Clown Asian? I don't remember. Huh? Doink the Clown, was he an Asian? I don't remember. I never got to see him. Never got a good look at him. I think he had clown makeup. Never got a good look at the fella. Are there any Asian female WWE? Yeah, well, not. Well, we actually have a friend. Well, her name's China, but she's not Asian. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. We, well, we did have representation, though. You have to admit. Wait, is this someone that trained with you? Wasn't she? Yeah, Zeta. Oh, Zeta, Zeta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our friend, she's a professional. She's a professional wrestler, like that kind of wrestling. Okay. Yeah, and she's Taiwanese. Oh, okay. Oh, That's awesome. It's yeah. really cool. It's pretty funny. Does she, she express her feelings? No, she just goes, I'm not good enough. And then she puts the mic down. <laughs> <laughs> she needs a mic drop, mic drop. Because <laughs> mommy, daddy, I'm not good enough. And then she gets on her knees and says sorry. Yeah, it's a sorry. She oh, says, I'll so never sorry. be China. And I'm so sorry. Right yeah. I'm going to do my homework. <laughs> she wins the title now, and mom comes out. She's like, well, did you win it like this? What if, okay, I had this talk with our mutual friend, Joey, right? So, like, he was saying that now he realizes that all the trauma and things that he's been through drove him to where he is today. So that energy that that was painful was turned into something positive. And I was like, oh, you're, you know what? You're right. Like, I think, what if the whole you're, I'm not good enough was something that pushed us to work hard to get there? 100%. And then so like, yeah, it was it was it was like it was like dark energy that got us there and it kind of sucked But then it got us there. Everything happens for a reason, right? Yeah. I was talking to uh, One of my business mentors about that and he was saying that It's it's cool like there's you know, like people that have a dark past and they get driven by it It's still unhealthy even though you're successful because you're successful and you're empty But if you know how to control that feeling, that's when your mental health is good so like Joey if he's just like Smashed and he only did it. He buried himself in work, but that's almost his way of escaping. That's like being in a trap still, yeah. even if you look ex like wealthy or yeah. He has material yeah. success because yeah. it's driven by the dark energy, but it's not fulfillment. Yeah. So it's like you still need to be in control, and once you're able to be in control and be able to tap in and control your emotions rather than your emotions just leading you, mm -hmm. that's when it's like yeah. like zen and good. Yeah, yeah, work-life balance. Yeah. I hear what you're saying, but you, <laughs> you also have. <laughs> Let's hear this, Steve. Like, the WWE. This is, what, this is what bothers me about this guy. Okay. Okay. So, Bart is talking about how how hard his parents were on him and all this shit. Yeah. Okay. But then I, I take one look at him and I'm like, how hard were they on him? Because right now his fucking laptop, bro. This is this hard me. bro. I, I, I think they could have done a little bit of a better job being a little harder on this guy. There's a fucking <laughs> ring on his stupid fucking little laptop because he puts his iced coffee on it. And if his <laughs> old man would just go harder on him, he wouldn't do this shit because he would know the value of a fucking dollar. That's how rich he is. 
Yes. I'm trying to match her. That's shame on this you, is my bro. I asked for a napkin. You know how expensive these are, bro? <laughs> this is my bling empire. I literally poster. fucking saw that like two videos ago, and I was like, my parents would fucking this kill me. Bling <laughs> empire coaster. Nick, would you rather have some? Oh, yes, please. Thank you. Please, thank you. <laughs> Shit is unbelievable. My parents were so hard on me. Not really. My parents were harder on me than, that's what I just found out. It was in effect. <laughs> Your parents were hard enough, bro. You know what I'm saying? But I mostly got that from the WWE, though. I did. I did. Let me tell you something about electronics, brother. <laughs> Damn, they really brought up the American youth. And also, can I say one more thing? It's still on there. You pointed it out, no, but it's yeah. still on Fuck there. Fucker, dude. And he's got a water ring on his laptop. Live your life, bro. I mean, just not. Put it back, bro. This guy, this this badass, lets his kid draw in fucking marker on his laptop, and then he's like, eh, I left it there because it's kind of cute. And I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, this is pretty uh, cute though. That's yeah. pretty cute. Be a good dad. Unbelievable. That is different. Like you, 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 you're raising Taika so fucking differently from how you were raised. Cause I, I'm like, man, there's so many times where I would have thrown him like a fucking football and just kicked his ass, boom, and then saw him go all the way up into the field. But the field. He just. <laughs> no. He just. Dude, Taika could draw on Bart with a marker, and Bart will get it tattooed. <laughs> That's how embarrassing he is. Probably. <laughs> so different. It's gonna be interesting how he turns out. Yeah, cause it's. I think what's cool is uh, knowing terms like ADHD and whatever, and like being able to identify things that helps out. Cause the things that my dad beat my ass for, I realized he had the same shit. But I think he was beating my ass because it was almost like a self-loathing. You know, like, I know I can't pay attention. How come my son can't pay attention? Either I want to beat it out of him. So it's yeah. projection. Like, projection. he hated yeah. himself in you, yeah. so he beat you because he's beating himself. Yeah. But now that I understand, I have a hard time paying attention. So when I see, like, Taika try to, like, unplug the moon bounce at someone's birthday, <laughs> I'm like, That's I know where it's coming from. I also want to kick your ass, but I, I know where it's coming from. And I'm able to pull him aside. No, you can't do that. So you have more patience with him, and you kind of because talk to him. You understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he also has like half of my genes, yeah, yeah. so it's part the of the brains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what kind of monster wants to unplug a moon bat? He's, dude, this guy, at his cousin's birthday, so he keeps throwing shit into the moon bounce, right? And then, uh, cause I think he likes seeing things bouncing off the floor of the moon bounce when people are, when kids are jumping. So I tell him like, hey, stop doing that. There's a bunch of kids in there. You can hurt someone, you can put rocks in there, whatever. And then He's I'm like, bricks I'm like if you do this one more time, I'm gonna put you in timeout. Like. 30 minutes later, I see him throwing flower petals into the moon bounce again. That's better. And I go up to Sweet. Taika. I go up to Taika, but I'm pissed at this point because I already lectured him like 20 times. I'm like, Taika, why are you throwing shit into the moon bounce? And he's like, because it's so beautiful. I'm like, oh, fuck, what do I say? Like, oh, oh, fuck. Because now he just sees all these flower petals floating in there. And I'm like, okay, I see what you're seeing now. Because I was viewing it as a nuisance, but he's yeah. seen it as like, Yo, doesn't everyone love flowers? Aww. Except Tycho's like, Stewie, you walk away and he's like, ah, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. I took a shit in those flowers. <laughs> <laughs> when like, you won't let me do rocks, I'll do flower petals. <laughs> when does he try oh, to unplug fine. the moon bounce, though? Every time, right when they set it up and it's full of kids, he likes seeing it. <laughs> 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 has he succeeded? Where he unplugged it? And then the kids first two birthdays he has, but now I know to 
look out for that. So the minute they set up the moon bounce, oh, he's a serial unplugger. Yeah. Oh, behind the house, dog. and I'm like already waiting for him. I'm like, no, you can't be back here because <laughs> he wants to see it deflate on everybody. That makes and so all much the sense. Oh, that's hilarious. He's like, why do you keep doing that? I want to see the world crumble. <laughs> <laughs> that is the beginning of a fucking villain story, dude. Yeah, that's oh, fucking Razal Ghul, like dude. Modern day omen story. I know. It's like a football game, and there's an explosion, and Taika's going. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lord Voldemort, dude, in the making. He's a fucking troll, man. Dang, he, <laughs> he develops a weather machine that creates tsunamis and shit, and it goes into different cities, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then you lecture him, isn't rain beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, I gotta let him yeah. do it. <laughs> As a typhoon takes out a fucking city building, Bart's like, <laughs> Dude, the moon bounce just to see it crumble on kids. That's pretty funny. Pretty funny. That's pretty funny. I'm gonna be googling that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then now I know why my mom and my dad kicked my ass because they're probably like, like when I was a kid, they're probably like, why can't you just play like regular kids? Because that's my thought. Yeah. I see a moon bounce being erected. All the kids take off their shoes, go inside, they start jumping up and down for like normal people, and then you don't have to worry about them for like an hour. This motherfucker is already going to the side doing all kinds of other shit. I'm like, why can't you just play like regular kids? <laughs> Oh, but that's unique, though. My parents were like, moon bounce, we had to eat our cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>